Balance Minder, self-care, it's up to you. In this series, we chat about the simple art of connection and its key to community wellness. Join Leanne Simpson for Balance Minder. So here I am at Concise and we're going to be talking with AJ and we're going to talk about the connection that people can have for their mental well-being through animals. So we're already calm, aren't we? Standing here and sitting here with Jack. Calm and happy, probably is the best description that we could have. Yeah. And do you find that with most people when they get around animals? I do. I really do. So tell us a little bit about Jack. Um, Jack's a new member here. He's actually not one of mine. He's owned by one of my beautiful ladies that have just joined us here at Concise. So he's a very curious baby and he likes to be your friend, as you can see. <laughs> Yeah, and so you find lots of people wanting to come down here and pat the horses and ride the horses. Hello, darling. Yes, aren't you gorgeous? Do you want to say something too? Want to tell everyone how special it is to be with you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so when they come down to visit, what things do you think that happens to them in their mental well-being when they're here with the animals? and the horses in particular? There are so many benefits to getting out of the city just, you know, into the countryside, so to speak, that you just get to start to chill, the noise disappears, you get to go and say hi to the horses and dog, which is about to join us. Come here, come on, come on, come on. Oh. He's a little bit of a um, team member around here. All the kids love to see him and somewhere there's a kitty cat. So the kids, you know, everyone gets to be exposed by a variety of animals. And if they have an issue, we make sure, say, the dog isn't about at that time. I just need to know. And just going for a walk and being able to chill and slow down and just ground yourself again is really important. Yeah, because I've had um, some work, did some work with some vets that have got um, dogs, especially for PSD, post-traumatic stress, stress disorder. disorder yeah. yeah, me and my acronyms, I'm always reversing yeah. around the thing, and it seems to bring this like calmness to them that often when um, people are talking at them all that, but when they connect with an yeah. animal, they must. How do people feel when they connect with an animal? I think the big thing for the connection with mental health and humans and animals is really the fact that. You can sit with that animal and just be you. There's no judgment. Um, they react to how we're feeling. So sometimes they'll be in, their fa in your face and other times they'll be happy to go and chill out because they know you're nice and calm at the same time too. Um, some of the horses around here will really sort of annoy you, like even nudge you to get your attention to start paying attention to them. And that diversion for a person can just bring them back around and start to take away the emotion that they're earning that they're owning and disconnect that bit and start paying attention to some of their surroundings and what's going on around them and I think that's a big thing with animals being connected in therapy these days for people 
Yeah, and I think that what happens is that it is that having that moment, that breather. It's like whatever you've got going on in your life that may not be in a positive direction, it's yeah. like this nagging monkey sitting there going, yak, 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 yak. And it's people finding different ways to stop that yakking monkey. Like I tell people I've got five monkeys in my head and one of them has plays the bongos and some days I just want that bongo drum to just steady down and be a nice beat, but it's gone into one of those crazy ones, past reggae, yeah. right into a heavy rap one, which is something I'm really not, I don't handle very well. And they need to find some type of tool to calm that monkey. So yeah. often there's different things for different people, but often it seems to be these connections with animals, whether it's birds, like even a goldfish watching a fish swim. Swim can be very calming and tranquil, yes. Yeah, but I know when I came out here the other day, we were talking about how animals connect with your feelings. And we're yeah. talking about a little, a, a young lad that was sometimes not understanding that he can be cranky and stubborn and the horse was when he was cranky and stubborn the horse was just a little bit stubborn just to match that attitude that's yeah. exactly right yeah they have a especially horses in particular i find more so than um sorry more so than actual um dogs they have a way of mirroring our personalities and our feelings at the time hello you can come back <laughs> um so you know if someone is really standoffish you quite often will find that the horse will mirror that emotion and feeling because they own them so much that you get a very particular response than what you would out of a dog or a cat so to speak um so what these guys can actually teach us about ourselves, that's my fault, um, <laughs> can be huge. Yeah. So if someone's there and they might have a family member and they're finding that they're finding it very difficult to connect with their own feelings, yep. you know, like that, would you suggest that they maybe they would come and start connecting with horses? Like they don't have to jump on their back and ride off into the sunset on the first day, but could it be really beneficial for the family member to connect with the horse because they might start to understand their own feelings, which everyone's saying, you should, this is what you're feeling and you're really annoying because you're being stubborn and angry. But sometimes you don't actually think that about yourself where the horse could help yeah, with that understanding. That's exactly <laughs> right. And um, the beauty about here is we do have a lot of different programs that have come to fruition over time to really support different people from different backgrounds so we do have people that come out and participate in programs which are specifically designed to be around the horses without actually having to ride because they might find that the horse is a bit too big for um for them or they're not quite sure about the noises that they make or those sorts of things they might not like to put their hands around their mouth like doesn't worry me with this guy but we have um, a special feeding tool that we use here so that you can actually still go for a walk and give them a feed without putting your hands so close and it makes people feel comfortable. So, um, you know. Yeah, so on, for those that are listening on our podcast, you're going to have to check out the video that's going to be on the blog as well because you wouldn't know that Jack was being very friendly there and giving us a lovely little nibbles on air there. And I, he was very sure that the microphone might have been one of those nice little tasty snacks, but it didn't quite feel right. So now he's moved on to go and have it, see if someone else has got a snack. I'm sure he'll come back if he hears that crinkle of the um, the the packet again so when we talk about that connection between animals and human beings it's like from the year dot when there was animal there was human beings and animals we look at different ways that people have domesticated animals yeah. or just hung with animals and been with them 
it seems like it's not really a new thing, but it seems like a new thing to start connecting people back with animals. Um, yeah, it is being revisited, but also the way we connect has changed a lot um, from an industry perspective over the years. So we look at a lot kind of horsemanship approach. It's no, not so much a you have to break their spirit anymore. Um, it's very important that we actually protect that. Um, so that they can shine through with their personalities that reflect ours because that's what makes the connection so special now. <laughs> well, once upon a time, a horse might have been put through a really fast breaking process and so to speak, in those days, we would turn that as and given them a broken spirit. Um, that sort of horse training is fairly non-existent, thankfully, for the horse at the same time. So we get these huge personalities and um, very friendly nature at the same time from them and they're much more curious animals than standing back waiting to be told what to do. They want to participate in what's happening which then makes the people participate in what's going on around them. Yeah. Well I have to say this is a delightful way and yes normally I zoom into people and interview them but why would you zoom when you could come and see some beautiful beautiful landscape and meet some beautiful animals? I'm going to put the microphone away now because I want to connect with this animal because Jack is just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Brett dropped in and rozzed a minute ago to say hello to Jack because Jack needs a lot of us to, to give him a pat well, and all he's that. He's <laughs> yes. actually not had any training at all yet. So for him to be this curious and happy around humans is huge. I think the other thing that's really important to mention while we're having a quick chat is they're not all as big as Jack. I do have some really little ones too. So if size is a problem, it doesn't matter around here. <laughs> yes, we'll take some video and we'll show it to you. So thank you for everyone. Thank you, AJ, for You're letting us come and chat to you, to you. And thank you, Jack, you did a great job. Emily and we're at Concise Equestrian Centre and we're checking out these beautiful horses to be able to meet a few of them around the place. But how gorgeous is she? Mm. You got some faces to show us or anything, Dolly? Scratch oh, just gonna... Yeah. Yeah, scratch her up in there and she should give you some nice and hard. She'll get right into it. Oh, do you like that, Dolly? Oh, yes you do. You love me, aren't you? You love me. He's just getting used to me and my hat's going to fly off and... Yeah, that's why you should have a tied-down hat. If we all... Oh, oops, I'm not doing hard enough. I'm so sorry. How's that? Oh, that's a good girl. Oh, yes, yes, it's lovely. If not, I'm making good faces anyway. <laughs> I'm like, it's lovely, lovely as well. Shall we go and turn the camera so we can see your little friend squirt? With AJ? Shall we do that? Ready? Okay. I'm gonna get a crappy shot there. Okay, we're going back down. I'll stay here and you can bring squirt will squirt come down. Come on. Come on. I'm 
just going to sneak around here just from Emily a little bit because she's way beautiful and there's the beautiful squirt and what's our what's the puppy dog's name AJ? Gee. <laughs> Gee there you go look how gorgeous is this and yes Emily's still watching us she's making sure that we're doing everything right just had a flock of ducks fly over from the dam so concise well see he learns something new every day and me I'm learning how to say the word equestrian there you go concise equestrian center right here in the beautiful city of Mackay just a few like 10 15 20 minutes figuring on how you drive 10 minutes <laughs> whether you take the right turn like I did but absolutely gorgeous day here yep well I'm gonna go back and pat Emily see if I can get that is absolutely beautiful. Are they sweet? Leave him alone. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, squirt. Yeah. Okay, darling. Thank you for your camera shot. This has been Leanne Simpson for Balance Minder. Join us next time where we talk about the simple art of connection and its key to community wellness.